I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For. All right, everybody, here's the deal. It's been a long day for everybody and a long episode for people. So we're going to try and get in, get out, partially because Jen and I were talking before we started recording, and we thought, we thought that this episode was just kind of... Meh. Kind of meh. And not merely because, you know, our, our favorite player of the season got voted out. Um, just, uh, yeah, uh, I think because there's there's the assumption that everybody had that the Angkor tribe was not going to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we're, we're kind of in that, we're almost in that mid-season lull where... Yeah. Where one tribe is the is the one that's losing and it's the one that has the most drama. The other ones are pretty serene and we're not seeing a lot from them. But then also, like, we knew that it was probably going to come down to Wu or Varner, so there wasn't a whole lot of suspense there. And then it was a great final tribal. Yeah, I mean... Uh, not final, but a great tribal council. Like Define great. I mean, just as far as, like, people pleading their case, like, I mean, even Jeff Probst in the moment, you could tell he he said, like, wow, because, you know, Wu was impassioned, Varner They're was just impassioned. going at it. I yeah. get that. But when you're watching it thinking, like, why is no one going after Abby? Yeah. They yeah. both just seem desperate. Yeah, I guess ultimately what we could say is, uh, or what I can say is that Abby is now officially ruining the season. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, maybe that's not... We were not... contingent last week, and yeah. today is just solid proof that this this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is why I did not vote for her, yeah. because she's not strategy. She's pure drama, and she's just the worst. Like, I, I, I found myself... And it can't be wielded at this point. If it right. could, then they could have used it as an argument against her. Why didn't Wu and Jeff get together and try and... Yeah. Get Tosh or Savage. They wouldn't have even needed both. Maybe they did and it wasn't successful, so they didn't even show that in the episode. But and I mean, uh, the argument that could have been made if it's for like, you know, tribe unity and stuff is Wu or Jeff could have gone to Tosh or Savage. And maybe they did it. Maybe they tried and just said, like, hey, look, the four of us are pretty solid. Right. She is unstable and you guys know it. Right. It's just like, if you get rid of her, you're not on. You know, there are no numbers now. Like, it's two to two. It but just seems like Tosh would have been up for that. She's rolling her eyes all episode long at yeah. Abby. But I feel like it's just one of those things where I think she definitely wanted Jeff out in general because. Right. I don't know. It's. It, it, he I never just, recovered from that mistake. Yeah. And. And it's so frustrating because I thought, like, in the immunity challenge, though they completely lost it when it came time to do the puzzle, like, he was the only caller who was really doing well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I thought he did a I good job. I don't know. Job I think and... Cass was doing very well at directing Joe. She just yeah. stopped with everyone else on her team. Yeah, I guess, and it's, rightly I guess so. it's that. Um, she made a call, and it turned out to be the right call. But, yeah, um, yeah, so it's just like you can I listener, I'm sure you can probably hear the lack of energy in my uh-huh. voice and in Jen's voice. Like um and again, it's I mean, for it's me It's not simply just because Jeff got voted out. I didn't take notes. There's not nothing happened during this episode and to come off of four really great ones to this one is just frustrating and 
But the thing is, I mean, I'm bummed that he's gone, but I'm bummed about why he is gone. Right. And that, I think, is what's sapping my energy. And uh, Abby's not merely ruining the season for the players. In my opinion, she's ruining ruining it for me. Yeah. Every time. Just, okay. So over, over at Battleship Pretension, uh, David, my co-host, mentions that he he loves Amazing Race. Uh, but can't watch Survivor because of that drama and the deception and all that sort of thing, and that he said it would just exhaust him. And for the most part, I disagree. I find it invigorating. But when you have somebody who is just so inherently negative, somebody who probably in life you would avoid Mm -hmm. because they're just toxic, that is Abby, and we are being forced to spend time with her. I mean, we were what? I mean, I disagree with that assessment of David's as well, simply because it's not just typical reality show fodder. It is strategic. It's gameplay. um, And it's social manipulation, which is fascinating to watch. But Abby is none of those three. And so this is just typical reality show fodder. And I don't enjoy that. Yeah, it's just, she's just drama. Right. And that's it. And just, I mean, within a minute of coming like back the real from, world or keeping up with the Kardashians, this yeah. doesn't feel like Survivor. Yeah, she's a superficial, right. paranoid, selfish, little awful person. And I just, I don't know, it's, I, it, it saps my energy to see her and to see people like Tasha and Savage and Wu and Varner, like people that I'm infinitely more interested in that they have to navigate the minefield of her personality and the other thing that gets me and they pay the price because of it exactly exactly you know um and i mean i'm sure that next week i mean tasha was already talking about how frustrating it is to try to work with abby maria but my guess is next week when they're down to four and i'm sure that they'll probably like split those four up amongst the other two tribes but it's hard to tell i don't know um but it almost feels like, well, Abby's if if they don't and this tribe loses, which they could, um, I, I feel like Abby has to be the next to go at this point, just because Wu could totally go. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, it's because they're being ridiculous because of Abby. Yeah. All right, let's let's move on, shall we? I just hate her so much. I know, and I, I, just, I know, like, honey, and we could. <laughs> It just, bo- like, I'm it just, so upset about the whole thing, and there's nothing no. we can do about it. So let's just talk about a couple other elements regarding the show. You know what? Actually, I will say okay. one more thing about her, which is, what does she think she's going to get out of this? She she's, can't possibly think she's going to win. She's not logical. She literally doesn't have any self perception or yeah. um, self analysis. Yeah. Like, One of the things that all great survivor players have talked about is your ability to self-analyze, to understand where you you yourself fit in in the social game, and she literally is incapable of that. Yeah, so I, it doesn't matter. I tweeted something earlier where she's talking. I forget who she's talking to, but Abby says, "You know, it feels it feels good to be wanted." And then yeah. in all caps, I responded with, "Nobody wants you, Abby. They are just right. scared of you." Right, and that's why I it it doesn't make a great deal of sense to me that they wouldn't get rid of her, except that Tasha and Savage clearly she's a pawn. Yeah, and so it's uh it's just so frustrating to to but, watch her, and I don't want to watch her much longer. Mm-mm. And my hope is that. 
We you were know, there last episode, and now we're just talking about her again. Yeah. Can we just jump to final five? She was like the anti-Varner. Like, we talked a lot about Varner because he's fun to watch. Yeah. He's strategic. Literally, he says intelligent things. There are going to be no more Varner quotes. Yeah. This we're done. so ridiculous. I'm yeah. not even sad yet. I'm still in whatever grief phase of yeah. anger is, you know, that's my phase, right? I'm just so irritated right now. I do genuinely think that the producers will find a way to will, bring him back. Will want to bring him back. Fine, I mean, I know that but he's, he's older not going to be on the next episode. And you know who exactly. is? Abby. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Moving on. Yeah. So, okay. Um, other things that really jumped out about this episode. And, and by the way, I think this podcast episode is going to be super short because. What do we care? Aside from that bit of drama and a couple things here and there, I liked the exchange with Monica and Spencer where Spencer is trying to throw Kelly Wigglesworth under the bus and Monica is not having it. Yeah. A little gameplay there, but. <laughs> Again. Yeah, there just wasn't that much. I mean, the challenge looked really It was interesting difficult. that they split it into two challenges. What do you mean? Previous episodes have been a reward and immunity oh, that's right. in yeah, one. Yeah. This is the first episode where they've had two. Yeah, because, and I realized that that's when you... a major you, difference in development in this episode, and we should talk about that. Well, and it didn't even occur to me... Uh, but when uh, Jeff said worth playing for, and then you respond with like, "Oh, he said the name of our show," <laughs> and and I and me mentally I, I just thought like, "Well, yeah, he says it every episode." No, no, I guess he hasn't. He hasn't. Um, but yeah, I think they. Re I think the producers realize like, okay, we can't go this long without a reward. Like people are starving to death. We people have to give are them getting something. rewards in addition to their immunities. But it was yeah. all one challenge. That's true. What was interesting is that neither challenge. Did they point out this this was played in in this season previously? Right. And I And yet they have been played. If I'm not mistaken, the immunity challenge yeah. was the this is episode four. I believe it was the episode four challenge of All Stars hmm. that actually got Rob Sestronino out. Hmm. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I, I'm I'm fairly positive. Listeners let us know. Yeah. And if I and also if I recall correctly, there's a moment when because I think Rob, uh, Rob C sat that one out. And so, uh, you know, people are getting banged into, and I seem to recall big Tom gets like one of those big pieces right to his head. And then Rob C goes, damn it. And this time you actually had someone, I don't remember if they were on the sidelines, but you had somebody say, yeah. damn it. And, uh, I don't know if the editors meant for that to, you know, meant to include that as a direct, uh, homage, but, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a fun little bit of trivia. Um, it is fun. It would be more fun if, if Probst pointed all of this out. Like he has yeah. the first four episodes. This yeah. Is, come yeah. on. It's, there was no playing up second chances in this episode. Which, you know, I'm you. I'm kind of okay with that. Right. Relief for you, but I want to know. But Survivor history I'm good with. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't. You know, the, the first few episodes. It's impossible episodes, not to tie the two together, though. Yeah, I guess so. The first few episodes, they hit it. They they hit the second chances thing really hard, yeah. and I feel like okay, well, you can scale back on that, but then you could also just say this was a challenge that we did. They've done that one several times, yeah. the big piece challenge, and then just say so and so participated in it. Like, right? It doesn't take that much to, no. to talk about it, but I think um, that was a miss on their part. So, what did you think of the uh, 
like the reward challenge wound up being Jeremy, Savage, and Terry. Yeah. Um, and that was, I, I feel like they don't do that very often where they, where each tribe picks no, one person. they're trying pers- to rile up the social game, you know, by putting blame on one person. I guess so. So then it didn't even come into play because Jeremy's team won immunity, even though they yeah. lost, you know, I think Spencer right. says we win when it counts. Right. And, and also I just think if that's what, if it's to cause drama within tribes, I feel like it's going to be, I don't think it would ever work a lot uh, for that purpose because everybody decide everyone decides like, okay, clearly this is our strongest player. So that's who yeah. we're going to put out there. And then if the person comes up short, it's like, well, hey, it was all down to you, one yeah. person. Like, what are we going to do? It's, you're still our strongest person. Yeah, we're not going to vote you out. I don't get the strategy behind yeah. that from the producers. Yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's an odd thing. And it's it's a challenge that we've seen before. Uh, Does that just have to do with redemption, maybe? Maybe. And honestly, I think it, it, it was something of an equalizer between the tribes, which is like, all True. right. Tribe strength no longer matters. Now it's down to an and individual person. Totally could have lost. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. So nice job, Savage. Can we talk about that? How did that old school, older man beat Jeremy? I, I don't know. It's and I think a lot of it has to do with. I mean, strength is is important, and stamina is very important. But you got to be able to get that beanbag into the basket you I know, know and on a four day empty stomach i can't imagine doing that on a full stomach and there is something i mean people do talk about when you're in the stages when you're when you're feeling desperate you know that actually winds up being something of a motivator even if sure the, even if what's causing that desperation is something that would sap you of all physical strength somehow there's the the realization that all that the pressure is on you and that you can provide for your tribe. Now's your chance. Like that does provide you with like an extra boost of adrenaline or something. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with Savage. So interesting that then they still lost immunity based on all of their energy energy being low. Yeah. One meal does not fix that. It doesn't. Like and and that's a thing that I've had to t- remind myself of as I watch Survivor throughout the seasons. Is, right. Is like they just had a they just had a reward or they just ate a full meal. Why are they so tired? Just like because it's one meal. Also, what they don't show is everyone either, you know, getting sick. Yeah. From in, in one end to the other. Yeah. Which can, tie, you know, like if you wind up getting, I'm sorry to be so graphic, if you wind up having diarrhea or something, yeah. that can also literally and figuratively uh, take a lot out of you. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's... Uh, it was a very stressful immunity challenge to watch. I mean, although <laughs> <laughs> you and I did laugh. It's really hard not to. I mean, bit. Spencer looked like he was in so much pain, but boy, was that hilarious. He's a guy of big reactions in general, <laughs> whether things go his way or not. And so when something falls on his foot or when something, when he hits into something, he lets out a certain type of <laughs> groan that is something out of a slapstick comedy. I believe you said exactly. that you were reminded of home alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Cause I can tell the poor guy is in genuine pain, but when you're watching it on TV, it doesn't seem anything, any different than a set up choreographed bit yeah. In slapstick comedy where no one is actually getting hurt. And yeah. so, but 
<laughs> and I think it was edited really well. I mean, it the editors... really was. It was pieces, pieces, pieces. No yeah. one could hear people. Hear, hear, hear. Poor Keith, man. Oh, my gosh. I know. I feel bad for him. And I mean, then it was just a montage of people getting hurt. And if they hadn't presented it that way, I wouldn't have laughed so much. But it was funny. Right. It's almost like they needed to give you some bit of joy in this episode. And, yes. <laughs> and even the joy is In this painful. otherwise snooze fest of an episode. The only interesting thing to me was the, the you know, part of it about Cass and the gift and that was that very was fascinating i was literally shocked like why the heck is she making this fake immunity idol in the middle of camp and i totally fell for it and that's the thing like that's part of the edit that's the editors kind of sure trying to trick you but it also I, it's kind of a genius move for Cass to have done what she did totally genius because it's one thing if she just sneaks off and comes back, hey, here's yeah. a little birthday thing for you. That's one thing. But she literally strategically did it in the middle of camp to fool right. them. Because it gets people in the mindset of, oh, I thought one way about Cass and I was wrong mm -hmm. in this regard. I wonder if I'm wrong about everything. Mm -hmm. um, and while nobody was ever actually saying that, I do feel like you're forcing that person admittedly in microcosm, but you're forcing them to rethink yeah. you. I would have liked a confessional by somebody after that yeah. of, is this genuine or is this, you know, Cass being Cass? Yeah. And she's, you know, and she's doing, uh, it's... This is literally the difference because okay. her confessional was so interesting and informative. Hey, I know that I'm the one that everybody wants first out. Yeah. Look back to our episode discussing that. She was listed as first boot for the vast majority of the cast. Oh, yeah. And she's self-aware and knows that. So watching her be odd, totally interesting because yeah. she's self-aware. Abby yeah. is none of that. See, it's one thing. So it's just not even interesting to watch. And it's because, you know, she gave her name the nickname, uh, gave herself the nickname Chaos Cass, and everybody said, like, ah, oh, she's so chaotic and stuff. It's like, yes, she is, and I am often bothered by the choices that she makes, but sure. she doesn't cause chaos indiscriminately. No. Abby does. Right. You know, and if Cass is self-aware enough to recognize when chaos can be beneficial, then she's self-aware enough to realize, well, I'm not going to win if I played the game I played before, so I need to change it. Right. And she is doing that. Right. And She's getting kind of a genuine redemption story, and I feel like she could make it pretty far. Yeah, and do very, and I think she could make it to the end. And if she does, I think there's a good argument for her to win. You know, um, we'll see. It's a long. We're way only to go, five deep. You know? Yeah, but uh, I keep saying five. Are we four? This episode four. This was four. Yeah. Okay. Um, Such a long snooze fest. It felt like two. I did enjoy. It's it's really interesting the Jeremy and Steven dynamic and oh, the way yeah. Jeremy said he's like I'll be his JT mm -hmm. and it's just like that's what you and I said I think beforehand it's like he Steven sort of needs a JT someone to take some of the heat yeah. but that he can work with and and Jeremy needs shields yes and he has a shield in in Steven it's right. a different type of shield than Joe, right but it is still a shield 
than Joe, did you say? Than Joe, yeah. yeah. Right, because we talked about him needing other physically strong shields, but he's going with the strategic shield. Because people probably know that he's strategic as well. Yeah. And that's why this all sounds well and good, but I don't know if This isn't going to go well. He's not JT. No. JT, he's not... He's he's not not a strategist, but he's not Jeremy. Jeremy is sneaky and very tricky. And well, JT didn't have a reputation going in. That's true. Yes, he only had Southern charm, and he won everyone over. Yeah, Jeremy is doing neither of those things. He doesn't have a Southern accent, and he hasn't won everybody over. Right. I think he could when the time comes, but I think, but again, there is like he nobody has- in this cast. That at final five and final five, every other four person, all four other people were saying, how do we get JT to the end? I want to go to the end with JT. That was asinine. Yeah. Nobody in this cast is going to do that. Yeah. I don't think anybody's saying that with anybody else. Uh, No. I mean, I think people could say. He literally brainwashed them. I still don't get how he did that. Yeah. It makes no sense at all. I don't get it. But, um. Yeah, so, okay, were there any other, I mean... Dude, we literally hit every scene that happened today because there was nothing. Yeah, it just, that that is the thing, is we could try to make this a full-length episode, which is, 40, which is usually about 40 to 45 minutes. We're at 21 right now. We could try to do that, but in order, but honestly... And we could bitch about Abby. That's all it would be. Yeah. Because that's what this episode is. Yeah. It's... Mourning the loss of Varner, which we, you know what, we can do more in a moment. Yeah. Um, like this episode just boils down to come up with like your top three quotes each from him. Mm, that would have been fun. Maybe we can do that some other time at the end of the season or I don't know. But, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, that's that is, if you want to get to the essence of what this episode of Survivor was, it's, you know, Ang, uh, Angkor's in trouble. Abby's the worst. So, yeah, let's talk about, I mean, there's only four of them. Yeah. What are they going to do? Are they going to switch it up again? Maybe. I feel like when you're down to that, I mean, because then you can you only get to three. I what? don't know. In we Philippines, they went down to two. two. Um, I think there is something to be said for taking the Angkor four right now, not that they're known that way, but the yeah. four that make up Angkor and splitting them up. Then you have two tribes of eight. And you've got that for another... Back to two tribes of eight. Yeah. I feel like that would be what they should do. Um, Snooze fast. You know what, though? That's the only way to... I know. It's just the middle lull, you know? We're not at final five. We're not at the beginning four of like... who. Yeah. God, this sucks. Jeff is going to be sitting way up top at the reunion show. This is what I always oh, think I, of. The producers like it doesn't I don't I don't think it matters who wins. They're going to go to Jeff at the reunion and they're going to He's going to get his segment and that's yeah. it, but he's going to be sitting on the top shelf. Yeah. Like he didn't even make the like he did It's weird. Officially he did he worse even, yeah. this time than last time. But there's there's a lot of different definitions of better or worse. He not made a, a colossal people. mistake. I mean, we cannot yeah, oh, downplay that entirely. Yeah. Abby sucks, but she is not 100% to, fail, uh, to blame for his Right. Oh, even he acknowledged like, this was a bad decision that I made. And 
but at the same time, like when people come away from this season, they're going to think of him. They're going uh, and others, of course. But like he's, I'm just considering he's going out fourth. Like, why didn't he read the book Cass read? Like it just seems like all of his book stuff like didn't completely. It didn't help. Well, and he was. That's the thing is he was doing well. Like he he was doing a good job managing Abby, which is tough to do. But then just made that like i Why really think it can be traced that one mistake yeah i know but um so how come varner got onto the losing tribe that's what really sucks too yeah he'd just be coasting right now on either of the other two yeah yeah it's really frustrating and and it's one of those things that like there are other players that i am rooting for but at the same but they're not as Who? charismatic they're Who's not as our dynamic. guy now steven okay but he's ne- he's never gonna win. Well, he's not Varner. Nobody is no. he, nobody is Varner. Varner's a lot of fun to watch. And when it comes right down to it, the people that I that I tend to like the most, Penner, Russell. No, who's Cochran, gonna give funny confessionals? Right. Like And it wasn't even all confessionals. He literally said to Abby's face, like, you turn me on. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? That's yeah. not the quote, but listeners, you know what I'm talking about. I tweeted it. It's funny. <laughs> and it's just nobody's doing that yeah like the i feel like the the season just got like 30 percent less fun i just sound so whiny now i'm just mourning yeah and and i am as well so rather than talk about like what we're going to lack let's talk about why varner was so awesome and it is because he did have a strategy he was implementing it he was doing very well with it he was charming he yeah. was funny um but he often and he just he clearly was enjoying himself, even yeah. in the midst of like crazy stuff happening. He's he was excited to be there and you could feel it. You could feel how happy he was even when he was miserable. Yeah. Which is why hopefully if the producers I'm going to say when the producers ask him back, um, he will actually go back. I mean, yeah, there's an argument to be said. It's like, all right, I got I came back. I got it out of my system. I'm 50 years old now. It's I mean, time his to move end on. confessional kind of that yeah. was it. Yeah. So maybe he'll never come back. I don't know. But uh, at the very least, I do feel like in the survivor community, CBS should just hire him to be the after show person. That would be great. Yeah. Or just, but like, not because then, not the after show person, because then they just have to like interview people. Who's doing that? Is Parvati doing I think it Parvati's again? Parvati's doing it. Oh, good. Um, they need him to just be a commentator because I want to hear yeah. his opinions. <laughs> I don't want to hear him asking other people their opinions. Yeah. But I feel like now that now he is firmly entrenched, now there is an entire new generation or two of Survivor fans that now know who he is. So I feel like he's going to show up on rob has a podcast recapping episodes and so right he's going to right. be he's he's now like a resurgence yeah uh, he's going to be a much bigger i would say player like entity. in the in entity a much bigger entity in the survivor community which is exciting to me sure you know his tweets are still going to be fun yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if he's still like if he doesn't do like videos and that sort of thing yeah he's still going to be he around die i get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't I get it oh listeners I wish this was a video podcast <laughs> Jen looks so pouty um, so yeah uh, this so is I f- bull yeah I feel bad that he's gone and 
the show is going to be, I, I really wanted him and I thought he was going to be around a little bit while, uh, a little bit longer, but like, but that, that two tribe to three tribe thing, like I was so excited when I first saw it. Cause I thought, Hey, I don't like, I don't want like the idea of losing Tasha or even Savage, but if I have to lose them, that's fine. Cause it's four to two. I would lose all four of the people on the tribe before Varner. I'm obviously we yeah. thought all of them, you know, if Varner was our guy, that meant all of them had to go home. Although, you know what? At this point, I'm kind of on board with Wu. Just like he's... Poor Wu. Right. Like, and and at the, you know, during the tribal, like, he didn't just roll over. Like, he made an argument for himself, and I, I think he did well. I get that, but the point is that Wu cannot win either. And so, if they can't win, then just get him off now, you know? I think Wu can win. This do you mean my... he can't make it to the end, or do no, you No, think... I think he can't win, Hmm. And I don't care then if he gets it to the end. That is my whole entire point. That was my point when um, Shane didn't get on. Keith isn't going to win. So just get rid of him already. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, it's like, okay, we got to get rid of everyone that can't win. So that <laughs> yeah. when we go to the end, we go to the people. They need go to with go the in order. Win. They're not going in order right now. Yeah, that's true. It's just, you know, you almost... PG, it's, fine. Who are the other two? Don't remember. Vetus and Shireen. Vetus was slimy. He was a little slimy. And, you know, Shireen didn't necessarily deserve to go either. But it's just like, but it so far, it's been... It wasn't my favorite. I didn't expect to lose my favorite four episodes in. Yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Okay, well, look, things are getting emotional. If it was a jam-packed, fun episode, fine. But it was yeah. boring. And then he went home. Yeah. So this I have nothing just... else to talk about. Yeah, this episode in general, aside Whatever. from that wonderful montage, which I might actually go back and watch <laughs> again to cheer myself up. Yeah. And just, who knew? I like Spencer. Who knew <laughs> that watching him get hurt would be so... Okay, Wonderful for on me. the plus side, I mean, Varner clearly broke his toe. At least he can go get yes, that's medical attention yes, now. There's no question about that. Um, so, yeah. So, everybody, <laughs> the big takeaway here, as we all know. of Spencer making that face. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It can't just be the face. It's got to be the noise, I don't too. even think it needs. No. Mm. I could have watched that on mute and laughed just as hard. Fair enough. You know what? Once we're done with this episode, I'm doing it. That's what we're doing. So uh, we're gonna cut it off now. Uh, everybody, you can you you can mourn with us. You can email me Tyler at battleshippretension.com. You can uh, like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Worth Playing For. No O in Worth. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll thank get you, you next week. <laughs> thank you everybody for listening. As for the rest of you, I got nothing for you. Grab your stuff and head back to camp. Bye. Bye.